Welcome back to Think Better Soon. The Positive Podcast. I'm Jason Newland, your co-host, along with my co-host, J.P. Bradley. J.P. Bradley. He's here. He is here. Exciting. And he, did not, he didn't push back on being the permanent co-host. So I no, I didn't. That. I slowed down. You know, no, we appreciate Put that one aside. Oh, that's, whew, that's progress. Yeah. For sure. Do, do you remember back in the 90s, there was this guard that had uh, played at Georgetown University, and then he got drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers, and he was in a press conference. Do you remember that? <laughs> Practice? Practice. We're talking about, we ain't talking about the game. We're talking, we talking about the game. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice. practice. Yeah, practice. yeah. We're talking about practice here. I mean. That's what, that's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're talking about practice. We're talking about it. It's going to happen. We ain't talking about the game. Nope. We're nope. talking about practice. You know what? You got it. I'm all I in. i tell you what. He was, he was so right. We should be talking about practice. Yeah, I think so. Because how can you? That's what we're gonna even, do. How can you even talk about the game if you don't talk about practice? Yeah, you gotta talk about practice. We're gonna talk about practice. What a strange word. You know, I mean, yeah. it's got. There's so many things. You've got law practices. Yeah. You got basketball practices. Medical practices. Ooh, you got piano practices. Mm, golf. Can you practice golf? I think people say that. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go practice golf. I guess you can. I guess you can practice just about anything. Yeah, I try. We're starting to get a little bit of practice. We are getting better. Oh, I love that word. And it's interesting that, that I practice today patience with my daughter. Ooh, practice. Yeah. How, how's that? What was well, going on? I drove all over Omaha. Uh, it, it's kind of funny because her and a few friends are going to throw a surprise party for another friend. So they uh, have come up with some sort of a plan. And I was their Uber driver today and took them to party city to buy certain things walmart bed bath and beyond sephora we went all over the place sometimes i look back on my childhood and i remember getting up on a saturday morning and this is a saturday that you're talking about it is yeah this is saturday He's my neighbor perfect. damon keller his dad george who has been gone for a while he worked at Ben Williamson Supply in Nashville, Kentucky. Yeah. And we would hop in the backseat of his car and go to Ben Williamson. And he'd park his car and we would walk all the way to the flea market, you know, out towards Russell. Oh, gosh. Yeah, like a, felt like a two-mile walk. That was That's before it burned pretty down. Pretty far. I think it was before it burned down. It was a little closer to downtown. But, mm -hmm. you know, it took the whole day, it felt like, to get there and get back and go buy baseball cards. But uh, <laughs> the reason I bring that up is uh, these these girls that were in your car today, you know, they, they may be 30, 30 years from now doing a podcast talking about memories of running all over Omaha, buying these things for this big surprise party. So you're making a difference in the world, JP. You may not realize it. I hope because it was a, what a day. What a day. <laughs> well, I think this has been a, a fun getting back together, getting the band back together. And Always. We're going to yeah. get right back to it. And we're going to talk about the practice. We're going to put the in front of it. And, and what that means in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere else. Good idea. Great idea, right. Bull. Let's do it. Is that good enough? We're back. We're back. Here we <laughs> are, that, Bull. You sound a little bit like Harry Carey back in WGN days. Harry Carey, minus the hair. That's my Will I'll, Ferrell. One of my I'll, favorite Will Ferrell SNLs. I'll be your Steve Stone. I think he was the the, the straight man. While he was. Harry was doing the color. He was. Well, so this this book, The Practice by Seth, Seth Gooden. And I think that... Uh, 
you could you could call it a lot of different ways, but you know, he what he's done is take some real common sense stuff and put it in this book. But you know, his he's really trying to convince us, persuade us that, and this is this is written toward creative folks, and I feel like everybody has creativity in them. I mean, if you want to be successful in life, if you want to get the most out of life, really enjoy life, you got to be creative. Have to be creative. And what he's saying is, you've got to uh, engage in that on a on a very regular basis. Yeah, and. I think one of the the Cliff Notes version because I have not read the book. I'm not I'm not the brain like you. I'm the average John. I'm, oh my! You know I'm Doctor Seuss material. Oh, I love the, Dr. Seuss. Uh, but the uh, couple of the things that I have read is you know, creativity can actually be learned. You know, it's not a you're not a person that is either born with creativity or born without creativity. It's uh, a person that. You know, if you just kind of keep practicing how to be creative, you can eventually uh, gain that skill set. There's that word again. Well, you know, in the book, if you wanted to look for one big idea, it's finding joy in the process and not being concerned with the outcome. And I, there's two examples of that. Now, I want to give a little tease here. We're going we're gonna to have a, a future guest who uh, is a fraternity brother of ours that's worked at uh, NASA for a quarter of a century. Now he's working uh, at Blue Origin with... Uh, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos. I can't even say his name. Early. I'm, I'm going to be in a room full of brilliance, and here I am. Yeah, be the little, right. You're right. Be the little you dummy. Guys, you, you little and Randy puppet. have you and Randy have more education than I have. But <laughs> yeah. you know, he had talked. One of the things he wants to talk about and dive into a little deeper is the concept that when his son steps in the batter's box in baseball, you know, there's so much data out there. There's so much results out there that all sometimes a, a young man can think about is I want to get a hit. And, you know, Randy's point is if you do those little things, if you dig in the way you're supposed to, if you stand the way you're supposed to, if you pay attention to what you're looking at, and you, you hold the bat a certain way, that you can't necessarily always control the hit. You know, maybe that shortstop's a little faster than a typical shortstop or that pitcher can bring the heat. Another example, if I, if I may share, JP. Please, please share. Is, you know, in golf. Uh, I've done a lot of talks and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, coaching, if you will, on putting with myself and various juniors and me, you've coached me in putting well, been I, partners. Yeah. I love you as my partner. Yeah. But Dr. Bob Rotella in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia at the university of Virginia, he's a sports psychologist that has been doing it forever. And what I love what he said, he said, you know, a great putter, they commit to the process. They, they read the, the putt from three different sides. They take in all the information they could take in. They get to the ball, they go through their process. They, Fully commit to their to their target, right? Yeah. And then at the moment of truth, JP, they rock that putter back and take it through, and it makes impact. And at impact, at that moment of truth, right? Nothing else matters in the entire world. I mean, it doesn't matter where the stock market's at. It doesn't matter where your family's at. It doesn't matter truth. anything. Nothing. If you got one dollar or two million dollars your bank out, at that moment of truth, when the putter head hits that golf ball, all that matters is that you have committed to the process. Because guess what? You did it. You can't control the outcome either. You did it, and whatever happens after that, it's What if it hits a tuft of grass? What if it hits a spike yeah. mark back in 1985 when VJ was walking around Augusta with those big old <laughs> yeah. spikes? You know, yeah. what if the wind gusts up? What if the cup mm -hmm. is not cut properly and it's yeah. got an imperfection in it? You or can do it wasn't put down into the ground properly, and it's kind of got a lip on it. Absolutely. You can do everything right, yeah. and that's yeah. all you can. that's all you can do. That's it. That's it. And that's all and that's all we want to focus on. As long as everything within our power, as long as we do that, then 
then we should be happy and we should find joy in that process. Now, I just can't say any better than that because I can tell you, I consider myself a great putter, which is you you know, are. That's, well, that's you're the first. Putter. That's the first rule to be a good putter is tell yourself you're a good putter. But the magic of it is you're impervious to worrying about whether that ball goes in the cup or not because you think it's going to go in every time. Yeah. And you believe, think, you trust yourself. You got to trust yourself. You have to take that strategy throughout life. And I, so I think mm-hmm. that's probably the big thing is, is if, if all I ever cared about was if the ball went in the cup, I probably couldn't focus on the process. Yeah. Which is the, what Good was calling the practice. Mm-hmm. And, and that process is, is, I mean, the good thing is if you have a good process and you commit to a good process, then your results are going to follow and the results are, are going to be more positive than negative. So, you know, we can't be blind to the fact that results and, and, and a, a good outcome, you know, we, is what we hope to achieve, but it's, it's really more important to just say, okay, how can I, where I'm at right now, just start developing that right process and, and learn how to just really love it. And just really, you know, I, I think of, of, um, more of my youth group and we'll talk about that later, but it, I try to tell, uh, people on our youth team is don't look at the numbers. Don't look at how many kids are coming. Don't look at how many people are really, uh, getting involved, but just focus on being, uh, being faithful to the ones that do come and, and focus on, on having a good time and, and love doing it versus seeing it as a, as something that is a burden. Cause if it's a burden to you, then yeah, absolutely. you're not going to enjoy it. Well, and one thing that, uh, that the information that we've been, been studying up for this episode on, you know, really conveys is if you, and we've talked about it in the past, but if you want to be a writer, you have to write. If uh, you know, if you want to, try to have a podcast, you've got to work on that. And I think if you look at the podcast that you and I've done, you know, it, it has, it, we've been pliable. We have been flexible. We have been moldable and we've taken feedback and, you know, even just five or six episodes ago, we started using a storyboard because we wanted to have a little more cohesive connection mm-hmm. between the two of us on topics and, and uh, not make it be so freewheeling. But, you know, we are practicing this podcast and, and it's an art for us, you know, and it ebbs and flows and it moves around. And, um, but at the end of the day, we're putting, we're doing the work and, and work's not the right word, but we're putting in the practice and, you know, we're learning more. And like in the last three episodes, we've had a little intro bumper and mm-hmm. with a picture of us from college and a little outro with, with something on it. So and it's yeah. a great picture. You know, those it is. Are, we've got, yes. we've, we've got a couple of good ones. Yeah. That was, that one's one to, that one will stay with us for a long time. There's so many good ones. And, you know, one thing he talks about, which we've talked about in the past, too, is, you know, do what you love. That's for amateurs. But loving what you do, that's for the pros. So um, I look at this like, let me just give you an example from work. If yes. I'm going to type an email up, which I do a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a, I'm feel like I'm a full-time writer because I, I just write that's emails. Me. And in your work, yeah, you're communicating all the time with a written yeah. word, um, which it's alive and well. I mean, I... You think of one of these days we'll just get away from ever writing anything down and you just say it all out loud. But, <laughs> yeah. but when you are putting together something in writing to people, you know, you can do that a lot of different ways. And you and I were talking offline a little while ago about how maybe there's an artificial intelligence out there that could say what you wanted to say without any kind of, uh, you know, personality or any kind of color or any kind of, uh, you know, humor. You could get to the point of what you're trying to do, but 
when I craft an email, I feel like when I hit send, you know, I ship my creative work. You now, do. I don't, I don't know if everybody thinks about emails as being one of their creative works. I don't, I don't. I sit back, I sit back, like I got this, this, uh, palette here. Or yeah. Is it called a palette? That would be, Love yeah, Russ, yeah, that would be Love your, your palette of paint. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll kind of dab a little, do a yeah. little, little ink here, a little ink there. And then, oh, we'll backspace a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Work a little bit. Oh, check that out. And so I really do try, JP. Um, it sounds so naive, but I look at every email as a Bob Ross painting. Interesting. You're Trust crazy. <laughs> well, they're important because somebody's going to read them. And, no, least... and, and that's your creative work. You know, that is your creative work. Well, I and you should you, enjoy the process. That's what we're talking about. You've got to enjoy can, the process. If you can look at emails as being an act of being creative, then you can pretty much look at anything as being creative. You're crazier than I am. I didn't think that was possible. No, I love that. that that's yeah. the best compliment you've ever given me. Well, good for you. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but whether you're crafting emails or whether you're mm-hmm. getting prepared to sit in a boardroom and talk about, you know, labor negotiations for a particular uh, facility somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, that is your shipping creative work. When you send out that proposal, when you say that in, in a group of people, when you articulate your position at that yeah. moment, you have shipped out some creativity. Send it out. It's gone. Since. That's right. Well, um, we, you know, I, I hope that folks give us some feedback on some of the things that either a they are being creative on, or b they want to be creative on. Because, like last episode, we talked about your present circumstances don't determine your future, you know, results. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're not being as creative as you'd like to be. Um, I know one area that you're you've found to be creative in is at your uh, church youth group. So there's three pieces. There's three foundations to your creative art, JP. Yep. There's curiosity, generosity, and connection. Connection. So can you generosity. tell me a little bit about those those three those that three legged stool of, of art? Three legged stool, and and I like the word, uh, you know, the creativity part of it, which is really kind of what we're honing in on, and and how in everything we do. If we add that element of creativity and enjoying that creativity, just how much more satisfaction we can get out of, of what we're trying to accomplish. But um, we have a, you know, the, the church I'm going to is a fairly new church. It's it's a we have a small youth group that um, I mean, you know, maybe a dozen kids and we've just got a handful of us that that uh, participate in the youth meetings on Sundays or the events that we have. And I kind of have taken that lead role in, and so you sit down and, and you, and, and I want it to be fun and I want to, I want to make sure that I'm enjoying it. Otherwise, you know, I'm doing it for the wrong reason and I'm going to quit doing it at some point if I don't enjoy it. And that's not fair to the youth. So I've spent a lot of time uh, trying to say, okay, we're going to have a period where we do games and I try to come up with games that are, uh, allow all the kids to kind of interact with each other, you know, not a game where it's okay. Uh, you know, we, there are some games they call minute to win it. Then you, you fight to get a victor. And each time you get a victor, somebody sits down and, and they're no longer part of the group. So we, we focus on keeping everybody active, everybody, uh, engaged. And, and then we focus on a 10 or 15 minute lesson that are topics. And we try to find topics that are relative to 
kids that age and how can we present them in a way that the students will hear and and want to to um, kind of digest what you're telling them and then even um, have some discussion back with you so that you can hear where they are here and understand what their uh, problems or ob obstacles are that they're facing. And does this, so, does this book help you kind of think about, you know, when you look at it now in, in the context of, of shipping your creative work, does it make it more, a uh, more joyful? I know you're already a joyful guy, but could you see this making your volunteering with the church more joyful when you look at it that each week you get a chance to brainstorm on some ideas you get, you know, you're curious of what might connect with these kids and, um, you know, you're obviously being generous with devoting your time and, and the ultimate goal is you're trying to connect these, these ideas, these, this creative notion and, and, uh, you know, put people together and have them. So have you ever really stopped and thought what you're doing as a leader there is it's an outlet for you to ship your creative, your creative work? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, through our conversation here, it, it has made sense that it's allowing me to, to, um, dive into some creativity that I really didn't know I had. And it was something that I'd never even, never even really ventured down until now. And, uh, certainly I, well, and let me go back to another thing that, you know, through kind of talking through this book and everything, uh, there, there was a, a statement about you, if you're going to be creative, kind of know what the intent is of what you're doing, you know, what's your intent? Who, who, what are you trying to do? And, and so with the youth group, I know my intent is to give them a, a space where they can have fun, where they can be themselves and they can also build a relationship with God. And so I, I then take that and I, and I try to focus, how can I uh, have fun uh, and, and prepare something so that they can receive it and have fun. But, but definitely what we're talking about here kind of puts a different twist on it from the standpoint of, of, of really making sure that I'm having fun doing this. Because if I'm not having fun doing it, then I think the creativity part is going to be lost, which is, which is, it's, is going to be felt in, in, their experience, you know, if, I, if I'm not creative, then it's going to be boring to them. And, and that's not what I want. As an example here, you know, what we, we become, what we consistently do. I think Aristotle or Socrates or somebody said that, um, you know, it is something like, so excellence is a habit, so to speak. But, you know, if, if our practices become our identity, you know, just looking at you as an example, you, you, uh, you have a high level of energy and intentionality with your family. Uh, you try to come at your work from a non-conventional creative and uh, certain ways to try to make, make connections and build bridges and get, uh, you know, agreeability across different issues at work. And then, you know, with the podcast, we're, we're talking about specific topics about how to quote unquote think better. You know, and, and so we're doing that on a weekly basis. And, and then mm -hmm. at church, you, you're donating your time and, and talent, uh, and I'm sure some of your treasure, to uh, work with these young folks and try to give them a good outcome and, and engaging. So you're really, it's exhausting to think about how all the creative things you're doing, JP. <laughs> well, I, 
I don't want to think of it that way. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I do know, um, you know, if, if the Sunday morning experience for the youth, that that's kind of my product, that is me shipping it. And I, uh, it's been interesting finding games for them to do. And, and as we're talking about this and I'm, I'm thinking about my creativity, I can think back to a couple of the, the first games that I was finding were more geared to what an old man could do and be okay. You know, I didn't want to sweat too much and I didn't want to be huffing and puffing whenever I was trying to get some sort of discussion going on. And, and those games were okay, but there wasn't a lot of excitement. So as I take, you know, so I would see that and that was kind of the feedback was, yeah, I'm not getting the level of, of uh, enthusiasm from the kids that I want. So I received that feedback and then I started finding different games and, and, and that has helped me come across several just fun youth games that they love that are wild and crazy and, and, uh, has, it helped me become more creative even. So my practice has helped me become something better. And I think for the listeners out there, it's great to just take stock and try to ask yourself, okay, as of today, let me look back. Let's go backwards. Look back in the past over the last week, month, year. What are some of the things that we're actively doing? You know, for me, I try to carve out an hour a day uh, to, to exercise, to move. I know it helps your cognitive ability you know it makes you feel a little bit better helps you think a little bit better just to get out whether it's a walk or just i like to dance a little bit which is funny that i'm not oh you're a good dancer you got moves you got got good moves for a white boy (laughs) i try to you know and then the other one is uh, this this, this podcast i i I like to think so but uh (laughs) this podcast is a rhythm that we're in it's a we are it's life-giving and it's it's challenging and and it makes you have to be creative you know it's you you want to have good uh, episodes every episode. And if we ever have a bad, we hope, we hope people let us know it. But, uh, but you know, whether you're, you're somebody, there's a story in here about a guy that tries to learn how to fly fish and everybody else, you know, has a normal fly on their rod and they're, they're trying to learn how to fly fish, but they're also thinking maybe they'll catch a fish. Well, yeah. the, this author talks about this one gentleman says, don't put any, give me a fly without a hook. And the guy's like, <laughs> what? He said, well, I really just want to focus on the process of, the practice of this, of this casting. And I don't really care about catching a fish. Now, once I figure out how to cast, maybe I'll care. And then they talk about juggling. We talked about this, but he says, you know, you got to work on the throw before you can work on the catch. So I think for anybody out there, JP, um, you know, it's just go ahead and put yourself out there in whatever medium and whatever area that, that you want to try to be creative in, but don't worry about failing and don't worry about how good it'll be. I mean, if you go back and listen to our first two episodes before you came on here, they're not good, but I'm not going to delete yes, them. Yes, they were. Oh, they're fine. But the, but the point <laughs> is, it's okay. It doesn't, they don't have to be great. That's um, right. Your creative work doesn't have to land. It doesn't have to, there's a picture in this book of someone who drew editorial cartoons and, uh, you know, there's like, he had a thousand rejections before he got one that hit. Yeah. I could never do that. Like, well, I mean, I would have such a hard time with that. And, and again, you know, the, the thought, and I never thought of it this way until we really started our practice here of a podcast, but, you know, the creativity can be learned. You know, it's not something that you have to be born, uh, you have to have whenever you, you come into the world. And, and that's, I think, is something that you and I are doing with the podcast is we are 
we're getting better and we're having, regardless, I mean, I'm doing this more for fun. I like to talk and I like to be around you. So this is, you know, nobody, I've even said it before. If nobody listens, it's not going to bother me. That's for sure. Well, and I think to, to close out this, this section, you know, whether you look at the cliff notes online, whether you buy this book, whether you, all you do is just listen to this podcast, we hope that you look for opportunities in your life. Uh, find that one hour a week to develop a new uh, creative, get, you know, write something down, take pictures, do a painting, solve a puzzle, whatever, whatever is art to you, you know, make sure you're doing that every week because it's just nice. It's nice to engage in that and then share it with others. You got to ship it. If you don't ship it to others, then, you know, you're maybe missing out on the best part of it, which is sharing your work with the world. So. Yeah, I agree. All right. Trust yourself and be creative. Well, I've enjoyed uh, practicing this with you and we're going to come right back and wrap this episode up. JP, I want to throw a little quote at you as we wrap up this episode. And that is the magic of the creative process is there is no magic. There There is no magic. There was a movie in the eighties and it was some kind of like really low rent B level ski movie and um, ski patrol. I think it was called. Oh my gosh. Leslie or what was his name? Leslie Leslie? Nielsen. No, 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 no. The, the little guy. He just died here. Was he in that movie? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know about that, but ski patrol, but right? Might have, might have been, but but here's the line from that. I remember this yeah. line used to kill me. I don't know if you ever used it because you're a little bit younger than me. But they all got up here and they're getting ready to do this big ski race, and they're all ready and they're all you know on their skis. And the guy goes, "All right, the rules are <laughs> there are no rules. There are no rules." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> remember that? I do. I do. That's epic. So if the rule is there is no rules, and if the secret to magic is there is no there is no magic. magic. Yeah. You just got to go. Like in that movie when he said, the rules are, there are no rules. People just <laughs> yeah. took off, right? They did. They yep. did. People got to take off. People got to take off, JP. Yeah. And that's what we hope to encourage people to do is, you know, if there's some new skill set that, that you're interested in and obtaining, whether it be a, a playing a musical instrument or starting a new business or going to going to college, that, you know, that's something there, there's no magic there. It's literally, there are no rules. There are no boundaries there. Just get in and do it. Now, the one thing I would say is, um, I read a really long article a couple weeks ago on the dangers of TikTok and how in a lot of ways, it looks like China has deployed that on us just to dumb up a whole generation. Mm. But one thing about this whole thing about the practice, about shipping creative work, is you have got to be able to postpone gratification. So if you sit down this week, this month, this year, and you try to carve out that hour and you try to work on your creative areas of your life, you've got to realize that it may not be gratifying initially. Not initially. No, we're not focusing, and as we said before, we're not focusing on the outcome. It's no. more of that process, you know, but... You know, because if we can find joy in the process, just ima- imagine how much joy we can receive whenever the process works and we even get to reap from what we've sown. And I would like to say that you and I offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got to read the fine print. But, but we cannot guarantee great results because you get into your practice and you find your creative outlet and you ship that creativity out to the world. JP and I can't 
cannot guarantee that that's 100% going to relieve. And, and that'll, be, that'll be in our disclaimer at the end of this. It's, yeah, it's in the fine print because JP's yeah. people, JP's people, his, his yeah, agent. My agent makes, yeah, that's right. But, but, I, but here's what I want to say, JP. Yep. We know that if you dig in and you get dig into in. your practices, you're going to have a better chance at positive outcomes than if you don't. Yeah. But if you get into it and you just learn how to enjoy it, then at the end of the day, you're, the results will take care of themselves and, and you're going to be a very happy, satisfied individual, which is the most important part of it. It is for sure. Well, I love getting to connect with you. I love getting yeah. to work on our creativity and uh, it's not just the creativity that makes this podcast fun. No, um, not you know, just. It, it just changes the way you think it changes, changes your outlook and it, it's challenging and fun and all yeah. those, it gives all the feels, you know? Yep. I have become a better person doing this just because it's made me think about who I am, what I want to be and how can I get there in the, in the best and the happiest way. You can do that JP by practicing. So I'm going to practice, keep up the practice. We're talking about practice this talking week. about practice. Ooh, practice. I love practice. 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 We ain't talking about the game. Practice. You know what? There's, practice. there's another team you got to play. You could be amazing and get beat by a hundred or you could be amazing and win by a hundred. You just, you just can't always control the outcome, but you no. can control your practice. So yep. we, we hope that people have been encouraged. We hope that our listeners have been encouraged uh, by this episode. It's just been a lot of fun. Yep. Rocked it out. Adios, amigo. Peace.